0: The following is a fourth-hand production.
1: On the eastern tip of Long Island, New York, sits the sleepy town of Montauk. Known mostly as a summer getaway for New York's affluent, it's busy during the summer, quiet in the winter, and generally not much happens. Oh, and there's an old abandoned military base, but no
2: big deal. Camp Hero, as it was called, was decommissioned in 1981. But the radar tower still stands like a giant hulking beast. It's straight out of a science fiction story, which is fitting because Camp Hero is home to one of the darkest conspiracy theories in U.S. history, the Montauk Project. You see, according to a few whistleblowers, or loons, you can decide, nestled under the unremarkable radar station were 12 levels
1: of hell. A Black site Special Ops experiment where children were kidnapped, brainwashed, and experimented on for your more basic purposes, such as mind control and encouraging psychic ability, to the more paranormal, like ripping holes in space-time, and the ability to create
2: things with their mind. Were hundreds, if not thousands, of children turned into Manchurian candidates and psychic warriors for the future? Or is it just the mad ramblings of some weird old man? We journey into the Upside Down next to find out on Hysteria 51.
3: Undisturbed. From city to city, an incredible, hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. <laughs> you these fools are not crazy. There's hysteria, you can't handle the truth. Brain is gone.
0: This is Hysteria Fifty One. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here.
3: They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now.
1: Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that doesn't always pick topics that have TV shows loosely based on them, but when we do, it is always Stranger Things. This is Hysteria 51. Alrighty. So we've got Nutty Bars, Bazooka, Pez, Smarties,
3: Pringles, Vanilla Wafers, Apple, Banana, and Trail Mix. Seriously, we need energy for our travels.
1: Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago, I'm your tour guide on this journey into the Upside Down. My name is John Goforth. Upside Down. Alongside is my partner in crime and your other tour guide, Mr. Brent Dustin
2: Henderson Hand.
1: All three of you were being a bunch of little assholes. I was the only reasonable one.
2: Thanks, John. You know, season two of Stranger Things just came out, and I don't want to ruin anything for anyone, but spoiler alert, still no nudity. Dude, and, dude, I, I, Oh kids Winona, are 12 or 13 Winona years old. Rider is aging like a fine wine, albeit, uh, you know, a shoplifty wine, <laughs> but <laughs> a fine wine nonetheless. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> I've been waiting for a good topless
1: scene with her since Heather. Okay, 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 that's better. I, I can't help you there, but I think Hopper takes his shirt off at some point. So, you know, you got that going for you. <laughs> he is a
3: whole lot of man. <laughs> Did you meet Sax know that Winona Ryder is a natural blonde? Wow, really? <laughs> How the hell do you know that? A robot never reveals his secrets.
1: I'm guessing, Google, that. Other voice you're hearing, like a Chuck E. Cheese robot with less personality, is the one and only Conspiracy Bot. That's Rockefeller Explosion, John. I'll, I'll ask you to address him properly. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> C-Bot is a robot Brent cooked up in his lab to be the show's head researcher. Instead, he's just the show's head asshole.
3: John, that's so kind of you to say, but flattery will get you nowhere. I have a bone to pick with both of you. Preferably your bones, but we'll get to that later you told me this other meat sack would never be back on the show again he is and i'm not happy pecker, pecker, pecker. Oh. his name is pecker
2: yes returning to us for the last time is the one and only joe peck welcome joseph joe are you a stranger thing fan you look like one I, I gotta i gotta think you you watched the show
0: yeah I, I watched it uh i liked it okay I don't think I'm the same level of fan as a lot of people, but I, I enjoyed it. You're not a big fan of 80s science fiction melodrama uh, set in the 80s, I should say. Yeah, I was going to say, yes, I'm a huge fan of it. <laughs> I, and, and I like it right where it was in the 80s. <laughs> and I'm he, lo- he
1: loved the original V.
0: Now, what about a nude Winona writer? Uh, I'm you keep not you saying Winona? She's not a country music
1: singer. Her, hey, Wait, is
2: it? Is it it's, Winona? It's Winona.
0: I thought it was Winona. Or is it Wynana? Hey, or Winane. Hey.
2: You know <laughs> so that Wynane? You know our ex-boyfriend Johnny Depp had wi- Winona on his on his arm Winona forever and he had to change to Wyno forever <laughs> after they broke up. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's where I get my Winona from. I'm Winona Judd. I actually tried to get my wife this year to dress as the Judds with me, her being the mom, and me, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I would just wear like
0: skin-tight leggings and a giant red fucking purple. That sounds like the best idea I've ever had. Would (laughs) John John be Ashley? (laughs) I just would wear a KU shirt, I guess. (laughs) I think that's her whole persona, right? Right. Yeah. Well, and marry uh, an IndyCar driver. That's, yeah. Would also be important. That's, I actually didn't know
2: that. I only knew the KU thing. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. It's okay. she we'll, married, uh, one of the, one of the most successful of all time. So Dario
2: Franchitti. I feel, Irish. Shocking. I shockingly. feel like you guys are taking away from the proper point of this episode, which is Stranger Winona Things. Winona writer's boobs. Oh, okay. Mm. Wasn't that the, the inspiration for the whole show? <laughs> <laughs> so I got an idea. What? Winona Writers, boobs and kids. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Oh, oh, and Montauk. No, in all seriousness. Oh, no, I meant it, I meant Hysteria Fifty One. Yes, yes. That's, that's,
1: that's and it was the also the inspiration for Conspiracy Bot. Oh. Yeah. No. Um. In all seriousness, Stranger Things season two did just come out. Have any? Have you guys started it yet? Are you talking to the two of us or the listeners? Yeah, because I don't think they're yes, going to respond. I'm looking for feedback from the listeners right now. <laughs>
2: Well, it looks like we have our first caller, and I mean ever, because this is not a call-in show. Hello, you're on the air. You know, I haven't started yet. I'm going to uh, hopefully later this week have time to binge. Hoping I hope I can do it in like two sittings. In five episodes in, there's nine
1: episodes. If you liked the first season, you're not going to be disappointed. It's nice. So far, it's awesome.
0: very good and if you hit it the first season go fuck yourself (laughs) and if you wanted to see winona rider's boobs i assume very disappointed
1: very disappointed thus far i mean i can't i can't speak Uh to the the
2: final four episodes
3: great he's here you're here you idiots like the show we're all bored move on with it
2: i guess it is time to get into it we've kind of been yakking back and forth but
1: But there's a reason that we've totally worthwhile
0: oh i see what you did there john
2: totally Thank what you. the hell is Project Montauk? I think everyone's asking. It sure sounds like a strange thing, John. Zing! Hey! Zing. Hey! So why why are we talking Stranger Things when we're talking about the Montauk project?
0: Stranger it's Things? It's because John owns stock in Netflix, right? Yes. <laughs> That's yes. what we were getting at. Thank I'm you. actually
1: the CEO. <laughs> I'm the new acting CEO. Uh, no, Stranger Things uh, was loosely, loosely based on the Montauk project. Uh, Not in even fact, that loosely. Huh? <laughs> I was, I was doing some reading online. They say, and I, I, I can't prove this. I didn't talk to the Duffer brothers myself, even though I'm the new CEO. Um, they say that the original script, uh, it was, had the, the town that's actually in Indiana, if you watch it now, uh, was originally based in Montauk.
2: Yeah. And Montauk wants nothing to fucking do with that story at all.
1: That's not why they changed it. They changed it because they were more worried about, um, the, the show getting too much too many ties to like conspiracy theories and less about the story about the kids and which
2: is a, a giant conspiracy
1: theory they didn't want to be they didn't want to be tied <laughs> yeah. to real life conspiracy theories they Smart wanted move. to be tied to their own lore
0: well and montauk is known for its powerful political machine <laughs> <laughs> Not a year goes by that I don't hear about another
2: another candidate being 86th in Montauk. I mean, the body's there. It looks like a French catacomb. I got to imagine. <laughs> anyway.
1: So, yeah, it, loosely based on uh, Stranger Things, loosely based on the Montauk Project. What
2: yeah. is the Montauk Project, Brent? Well, it's an alleged series of secret United States government projects conducted at Camp Hero or Montauk Air Force Base on Montauk, Long Island. It's the in- Montauk. Here they have good iced tea. Long Island is mainly forested and shit. It's, it's there's a lot of still wooded areas, and this is in the middle of fucking nowhere. No Long Island iced tea. It's yes. That stop on my quite tasty. Stop on my joke. Thank I will you. when they're good. They
1: were
0: said to be. <laughs> <What the laughs> oh, but you're laughing at your own. I'm laughing at so you much, laughing. laughing at laughing jokes. But a question. This just occurred to me. Has ever anyone ever noticed that all these bases where strange things are afoot are always air force bases? Strange things. Has this been talked about? It's like, they there never funny? army or navy bases? What, I feel what's like. What's
2: funny? It's always an air force base, and then the navy ends up being in control sometimes. <laughs> Somehow, half <the> time. <laughs> I think that's only in the movies, dude. I don't know. The Department of the Navy. We just went over on our last on our Wait, last. Isn't but, the, air force, the air force the air force But isn't the air True. force part of the navy? No, that was the marines were part of the navy. Oh, okay. No, the, uh, yeah, the, the, Joe, Department of the, Navy, listened...
1: the Department of the Navy was in charge of everything before the Air Force existed. Then the Air Force came about. And... So
2: if you would have listened to our secret space program, you would have known that since the Navy is the oldest, they're in control of all the nefarious deeds that all the government agencies are doing when the military is involved.
0: Thank you for listening. <laughs> must must have missed that part. Don't, Shocking, you, uh, don't you
1: think that at this point it would kind of ruin his dynamic if he started listening to the show?
0: I, I It definitely wouldn't, you know, increases. You mean instead of protesting stop. it all the time? <laughs> Picketing outside of uh, the studio. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to ask you what he's been doing. <laughs> Waiting. That's what I've been doing a ton of.
2: So we're talking about this base, and they say that what was going on there was said to be for the purpose of developing psychological warfare techniques and exotic research, including but not limited to time travel, aliens, stargates, astral projection. And the list goes on. And the list does go on, which we're going to get into more of it here later. But the stories about the Montauk Project have circulated since the early 80s. So it's not an old conspiracy, but it's definitely not a new one. And there's three key players when you're going to talk about the story. When I say the story, the one that's been kind of put into the the public psyche. And they're Preston Nichols, Al Bielek, and Stuart Swerdlow. There's
1: three, three key players because these are the three assholes that actually say the shit's true.
0: Yeah. There's no chance, is there, that a man named Stuart Stuart Swerdlow actually exists. <laughs> <laughs> like he, That's 100% that's, a made-up cartoon character from probably like Rick and Morty a or something. It's right? with that's, a
2: really <laughs> shitty f- human mask on. My, <laughs> name, <laughs> is, my name is Stuart Swerdlow. I promise. I am human and I do human things. <laughs> this is my
0: completely human wife. <laughs> Also named Swerdlow. I work for your human military. I mean military. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the conspiracy that we're here to talk about—the Swerdlow effect. That should be a thing if it's not.
2: So the first two of those, we got Press Nichols now, but they claiming to have worked there for the government and other nefarious uh, people thereof. And the last, Mister Swerdlow, claiming to have been abducted and experimented on there. So the short and the sweet of what was going on. There, here's the, here's the. The reader's digest. Camp Hero Montauk Air Force Base was just a front.
1: Well, that's that's probably not the most accurate way to say it. That it that airbase existed, people worked there they had no idea what was going on under them. Well,
2: the installation was originally used for radar, but it was converted to do all this other crap, this psychological experiments on children in seventy one ish, and that went on what? through like eighty three because they didn't need the giant radar anymore because they had satellites and because they had
0: radar what? from MASH.
1: Exactly. Some people claim that the re that the reason this place was chosen was that that radar dish put out uh, a a very specific frequency and that, that frequency was the perfect frequency to penetrate these children's small minds. Is and that
0: also the frequency that got all of our uh, our uh, US uh whatever consulate to uh, Cuba sick?
1: <laughs> That's right. Yes, yes. That's that's exactly it.
2: It makes people sick, it it develops astral projection, and uh it can also microwave your popcorn if you're oh, my, sick, my you first know, question was
1: if that's if that was really the case, then why weren't the kids that were like, you know, living next door to the base also
2: <laughs> John? <laughs> I can explain that to you because those Thank kids you. I've been wow. waiting for this. Those kids weren't subjected to the things that these other kids were to unlock their psychic potential. We'll get into that. Runaways, homeless kids, et cetera, were abducted in nearby New York areas and brought to the base. And to answer your question, they were systematically beaten and tortured, breaking their psyche so that they could be put back together as sleeper agents for the government and the powers that be. I just thought that's how kids were raised back then. Yeah, it was a
0: simpler well, yeah, time. Is that, what, is that what Marvel's The Runaways is about? kind of these
2: right? kids. Yeah, it's loosely based. Now, I just—you notice—I said the powers of be. I don't mean the normal powers of be, the Navy, the Air Force. <laughs> I'm talking about the powers of be, the New World Order, reptilians, the Grays, who we learned researching Montauk were just a hybrid developed slave race Can we have one others. episode without the reptilians? No, you may not. That the NWO, the reptilians, and all them—that's who was actually controlling these. That old chestnut, as you say, because <laughs> it keeps fucking coming back. Group what about time, the Bilderberg? Um, that's just part of the NWO. One of their meetings. Oh, really? No, yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. thought it was an actual group. <laughs> that's what they want you to think. Um. Ah. <laughs> so a code of phrase could activate them, and they would snap into action. These. Regular kids that they were, they were, regular. they were experimenting on, or the beatings would unlock their dormant psychic abilities. That's where we're getting into. They didn't just pump that shit out and made these kids psychic. They had to have the, uh, the X gene, I guess you could say. And those that survived this ordeal were then kept in the program. They say hundreds of thousands of children were killed during these tests all over the world <laughs> montauk was just one of many places doing this and it doesn't stop there these children were sent while working at montauk through stargates to other worlds for slave labor sex trade military purposes It not pyramid don't, building it only makes sense it only makes sense they were sent back it's and consistent. forth in time on missions for the government and Tying in big time with way too many things we've talked about before. They were scared to the point of death so that adrenochrome could be harvested from their adrenal glands for the reptilians. The reptilians. I thought that doesn't come out of the pineal gland. It right? does. You're right. It, the pineal gland. You're right. You're right about something.
1: P- penile? <laughs> Dynamic drop in, Joe. Thank you. Why? It's so why. Good.
0: It's why. I'm never allowed back. Never coming back. <laughs> By the way, for all those listening uh, who are interested, we are going to celebrate this. My last episode at Chuck E. Cheese after this. So be there at seven o'clock tonight.
2: And uh, we'll probably be leaving around 707 because he's not supposed to be in there. (laughs) So we're on a (laughs) band. So these kids everything's going to be okay. These kids that they unlock their their psychic abilities. They were taught astral projection for the purpose of spying on enemies and traveling with their minds across the vastness of space. Now, you're thinking, that sounds crazy. That's something that we know that the U.S. government actually did investigate. And you might have seen that movie, The Ministeric Coats. Astral projection is something that they were like, yeah, this is probably true. We're going to really work on this. And then, not to be outdone with all this hubbub, is the Montauk chair, a device someone with psychic ability would sit in think of anything a fucking light bulb another chair john goforth stay puff
0: marshmallow man
2: <laughs> the chair would manifest that i tried thing. to think of the we used to <laughs> roast him at camp on alana yeah camp <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> hey dude <laughs>
1: no it's a sleep shorts oh sorry
0: yeah hey dude was the bar none
1: sorry i it's got a little little tv well, wrong just
0: would make danny is of- on the danny is rolling over in his grave <laughs> i'm sure he is mr ernst what's he doing right now (laughs) adrenochrome i I think he's wandering the montauk base just in there whatever happened to pete and pete Mm, good uh the the little brothers in the band
2: actually and i don't know what the older brother's doing probably you know why is it always the young ones that you follow brent (laughs) he's like 35 So young and tender. So this chair would manifest things in the living world. And other children in the facility were used like an antenna that boosted that person's power. And with enough energy, it would become tangible, not just like a hologram, which originally initially you'd see just a hologram, but enough power and enough use of that giant antenna dish and all those other children. And boom, you got a real Whatever you were thinking of.
1: So, Brent, you just covered a lot there. You covered uh, the Montauk chair. You covered kids being used as antenna. You you covered um, Stargates, where they would be used as slave labor on f- other worlds. Mm-hmm. You covered time travel. Mm-hmm. I think the, uh, the don't point- Don't forget of, the adrenochrome. The adrenochrome, of course, the pineal gland, because- the reptilians need China. to eat. It's, it's almost yeah. as though you guys I, just
0: accidentally revealed where you got the entire lineup of topics for hysteria. For
1: 51. 51. <laughs> Inconceivable! <laughs> I just want—I want to point out that if you want to believe in the Montauk Project, you don't necessarily have to buy into everything we just said. That's kind of like the—the the entire bounty. Yeah. Uh, from all three of those
2: guys. People that from- don't believe in the Montauk Project as being anything that had anything to do with anything paranormal still believe Mainstream people believe that something was going on in Montauk, and I'll get into that well, later. No, on.
1: I'm, and, and, but what I am just saying, like, like all of that, like you could believe Preston Nichols story, and it just has a little of that, or Al Bealek's story has some of that, or Stuart Swer- Swer- story has a lot more of that. Doesn't exist, but all of that put together is where, like, where you get all of yeah, that. the
2: three these three guys come together. But the thing about it is, and what I was just talking about is, let's forget the Montauk chair and the adrenochrome and stuff like that. I don't think it's that far fetched to think that the US government was conducting experiments on unsuspecting people the population children i mean look at you know we just found st louis they they experimented and actually did chemical dropping from planes on there you got the tuskegee airmen no sprayers they put sprayers up in the they projects al- they also had them on planes that's why that was a big part of it was Ah, uh-huh. it's proven that they actually have done chemtrails, But yeah, they just put sprayers to the side of buildings
0: and just bump the shit. out. I was down in Scottsdale the other day, and I think they might still be doing that experiment there because I kept getting sprayed with some kind of crap every time I walked by a bar with that outdoor was, uh, seating. There was pepper spray, and she was saying no. <laughs> My point that is. That makes more sense. I'll, I'll, Alternate <laughs> I'll aside, gentlemen, what do you
2: think? Like, Is it that hard to think that the, the government could e- experiment on children? I mean, do you think that that's out of the the realm of possibility?
1: Well, that's actually that's actually the biggest problem with these way far out there conspiracy theories. Like when we talk about reptilians raping them for their adrenochrome and traveling to the year 6000 to be slave labor on Mars.
2: the year (laughs)
1: 6000. That those type of conspiracy theories, that much crap. Takes away from possibility, like, like we all get so numb to conspiracy, right? Well, yeah. And, and so we like, and then you find out stuff like St. Louis happened and you're like, holy shit, yep. there actually Real, is some really bad, nefarious stuff. things happening now We talked there.
2: about in a previous episode, we talked about Project Paperclip where they brought all these Nazi scientists over and these Nazi scientists. And if you read the book, Project Paperclip, were doing things like this, experimenting on children, on twins, on, on people, killing, mutilating, doing horrible things and we go well you guys have done a lot of research over here we're going to go ahead and bring you over here and we're just going to go around Nuremberg. you don't have to worry about going through there because you know you're uh you're a scientist is it that far-fetched to think that maybe these guys got in with the people that actually were somewhat of a one might say a sympathizer and were allowed to do nefarious things now i'm not saying that i you know that doesn't have anything to do with time travel or reptilians but it can be just as fucked up with the things The things that the Nazis did do is that evil. And we brought a lot of those people over here and said, you now work for the U.S. government. So if you go forward in time and experiment. Which Einstein says, that's the easy way.
0: Backwards, right. not so much. Exactly. So if we go forward in time 50 years and do experiments on a bunch of little kids in the future and then come back here and learn from it, did we actually experiment on those kids? Yes,
2: because that is Cause they don't exist time. yet. No, they do. That's just a tangent, and we break off on our own tangent. I mean, well, no, because they don't exist yet. I even if it's tangential, it's going into the future. But that'll still have happened. Easy. And when, when we back, when we come back, McFly, we break off on our own little tangent, and they're still out there somewhere getting experimented
3: on. I'm a scientist. I don't believe in anything. All right, so
2: uh, so yeah. there's a, there's
1: a lot going on here. If you if you go do a little research on your own for the Montauk Project, uh, you'll find that you can tie. Virtually any conspiracy theory from the 20th century. I, I'm not even kidding to the Montauk project, but for the purposes of this conversation, uh, we're, we're going to go to break here in a minute, but for the purposes of this conversation, we're kind of, we're kind of narrowing it down to these three gentlemen, the, the guys that we were talking about before and what we're talking about specifically, not the stuff all over the world. We shot an arrow we,
2: through this whole thing and just said, we're going to talk about this because otherwise yeah.
1: this could be its own podcast. Exactly. And what we're going to talk about specifically is the, the kidnapping. Of boys from the New York area, the 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 experimentation on those boys, trying to get them to have psychic abilities, the ability to use that Montauk chair to 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 create things out of thin air, to create holograms, and maybe even bring those holograms to real life. We'll get into that more next on Hysteria 51. <laughs>
2: You know, and we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this. And this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys gotta do pu- don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now, right now. Get now. started for Larry Limited Time. Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off. How much? 50 percent. Visit Rosetta Stone.
3: Imagine if you could dry, detangle, style, and volumize your hair all in one step. Well, it's easy with the Knot Doctor All-in-One Dryer Brush by Conair. Create beautiful blowout styles at home with a powerful 1,000-watt motor for quick-drying and easy glide flexolite bristles for snag-free detangling. Customize styling with three heat settings and use the cool shot to lock in your look. Ionic technology reduces frizz, bonus attachment volumizes your hair, makes a great gift for yourself or someone special. Go to conair.com for the Knot Doctor All-in-One Dryer Brush now.
2: Unwanted family guests are like fish. They start to stink after three days. So what's the best mattress for them this holiday season? Definitely not a Nectar. Then they'll never leave. Flip those fish your old mattress and put your human body on a Nectar. Prices start at just $499 and you get $399 in accessories thrown in, a 365-night home trial and a forever warranty. A fresher deal than your mackerely mother in law, right? Go to
0: com today. It's Winona, not Wino. I, I Wynone. could have swore it was Winane.
2: <laughs> Winane. The good land. Uh, I swear to God, we are going to try for you guys. Wait a minute. Try is it- to have a topic soon that doesn't have reptilians in it. But is it is it rider then, or Ritter? Well, I don't... Night
0: Ritter? Like the pu- defunct
2: publishing company? <laughs> <laughs> Winone Reader. Winone Reader, that's it. <laughs> oh. Nailed it. Samsonite, I was way off. <laughs> Great job. So... We left you guys. We, we touched on these guys, Nichols, Bielik, and Swerdlow. Swerdlow. Swerdlow, these these cats.
1: Actually, we're the only ones who haven't touched on them.
0: Well, at least Swerdlow.
2: <laughs> we're here. We're going to
0: break them Speak down a little bit. for yourself. Bit.
2: So one of the best ways to learn about these cats is to watch the movie, The Montauk Chronicles, by Christopher Garitano. It's a documentary, and I'm saying that in quotes because... <laughs> He tells a story that that these three guys tell, and has some fun reenactments. And Garitano says it best himself. He doesn't try to sway the viewer one way or another. Basically, I think he feels these guys are full of shit, but he tells the story that they tell. And if you listen to interviews with him,
0: he'll. Tell if you, you listen as much. to
1: interviews with him, I'll tell you one. Th- I can tell you one thing about the man. His voice sounds just like Michael McKean. Have you ever, uh, have you ever it's fucking random?
0: Have you ever, so random. It just I don't sticks out to me. Ever have you ever, uh, do you know who I'm talking before? about? Of
1: course. Um, Better call Saul, mm-hmm. his Saul's brother.
2: He sounds just like him. He's a sweet, sweet ponytail like makeup man and creature creator Rick he Baker. He does not
1: look
0: like Wait him. Wait a minute. Yeah. Is that really what he's best known for? I mean, he's Lenny
1: <laughs> from Laverne and Shirley. I'm speaking to our audience. Yes. Our I- audience isn't 50. Well I mean a few some of them are they but should
0: be. Don't have they, they have access alienated to time- all
2: of our yeah. mature audience? Well,
0: members, well hang on, do John? they not
2: have access to time travel?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been properly regressed yet. Are they not in
2: Montauk? And we're actually gonna right talk
1: age regression right now.
2: So real quick, back to Garrett Tano. He does he does, he says these things because he truly believes something nefarious was going on in Montauk, just not to the extent that these cats say. And maybe it didn't have anything to do with a paranormal slant. You keep calling
1: them cats. Are, are, were they changed into cats? With the, mon- or are with you the Montauk chair. chair. Yeah. yeah. Or
0: are you channeling Sammy Davis Jr. right oh. now?
1: <laughs> so let's you talk cats. about these guys.
2: John, tell us about Preston Nichols a little bit.
1: So he's actually from Long Island. Uh, he says he received degrees in parapsychology, psychology, and electrical
2: engineering. Actually, he watched the first Ghostbusters. I have degrees in psychology and parapsychology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because parapsychology is a degree that exists. I just want that for my, my resume builder. I make the distinction because he never actually
1: could
0: produce proof that he had yeah. degrees in any of the... Well, he
2: age. was born in 1946, and they didn't keep paper back then.
0: <laughs> mm, that is true. And as we all know, all electronic records got wiped yeah, true. in the year 2000. I
2: saw that documentary, Escape from L.A., and uh, um, yeah, it wiped out everything,
0: yep. if you remember. So. It did.
2: After graduating, according to him... <laughs> snake
1: (laughs) one of the best names ever (laughs) Pliskin. after graduating he according to him he went into uh, defense electronics and worked at brookhaven
2: and ail brookhaven national laboratory that's a a laboratory laboratory. that's That's how they say it wow brookhaven laboratory that's actually where the first (laughs) the first documented monster mash took place in the laboratory that it is, is the match true. That it is was the true. monster match
0: <laughs> Working in my lab. I was working late at late night. At night. <laughs> oh, why aren't clip? Why isn't a clip uh, of that what gets played constantly on this show? <laughs> it should
3: be. It should be the It is one of the greatest
0: show. mysteries in the scientific world.
1: <laughs> why? Is that, why is that song still not played?
3: Damn it! Talk about Preston Nichols. Why? I hate that fucking song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Figured it out. According to Preston, his involvement with Montauk began in 1968. He claims he was told that stealth research started right after the Philadelphia
0: experiment.
2: Man, he's hitting on everything here. He he pulled out his book of conspiracies and goes, "Mm, I'll make them all fit.
0: Yep, yep. I stand by my claim. The outline for Hysteria 51, (laughs) it's all here. (laughs) So then, here's the best part.
1: He then got pulled into mind sciences at Montauk. Because they were going to interface a person's mind to a computer.
3: Welcome to Mindhead.
1: <laughs> Welcome
0: <laughs> to Mindhead. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's
1: directly from Montauk. So P- Preston says he worked with Al Belick. Ah, they worked
2: together. Mm-hmm. They knew each mm-hmm. other. They go back. Too easy.
1: <laughs> on the psychic aspects of the Montauk chair and the Montauk boys program. He he said he trained the Montauk boys to be Psy Warriors.
2: <laughs> Wasn't there a G.I. Joe do? named Psy Warrior? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for a living? Well, I'm an accountant, but I used to be a Psy Warrior. Why do you say it like that? I don't know, but every time I say Psy Warrior. He it happened to come up with the name
1: right after he saw Nightmare in, Nightmare on Elm Street Four. Mm. <laughs> Dream Warriors,
0: yeah. right? We can call our guys Psy Warriors.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, was Freddy part of the Montauk Project? Oh, uh, they made him in the chair. They made him in the chair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, this
1: is this is our this is our favorite part of the pseudoscience that comes through all of these things. Where they just start using words that sound kind of scientific. Because he says the Montauk chair used subtle quantum fields to read a person's thoughts.
2: Yeah. He he says a psychic would lay or sit in the chair, go into a trance, and a group of coils pick the emanations. And a bank of radio receivers designed by Tesla would pick up and digitize the thought, turning thought into computer code. And that giant fucking radar tower then turned that computer code into reality.
1: Oh, a uh, side note on Tesla. Don't know if you knew this. Tesla didn't actually die when they say he did in that New York hotel. Mm-hmm. They actually just whisked him away to Montauk where he became the head of the secret ops mm-hmm. project. <laughs> true. True story. Well, that's what they say.
2: He was he was a spry young age of what like 127. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs>
0: that's why his autobiography ends so abruptly. But
2: but Preston <laughs> it doesn't stop there. Here's what he, that's just the beginning of it. He says the chair was used for many many purposes such as opening vortexes for time travel. Another was to collect and amplify the energy of fear generated by the Montauk boys like we said that could be used to power the Things. Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Many Montauk boys. Unfortunately, he says we're lost forever because they went through time and space and just never come back. They're just gone, except they're all going to pop up somewhere. Like in 3037, 30, we're just going to have a bunch of disheveled
0: young boys. What the fuck's going on? Wouldn't it be awesome as, as if, as you were saying that, one of them just appeared in this room right now? <laughs> He's like, oh, here I am. Kill me. <laughs> There's just a, a, a Here I am. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, what are you doing here? How'd so, you get to Montauk? <laughs> One other thing on Preston.
4: He's a weirdo.
1: He's a weirdo. Lots of people have, uh, some, some people have interviewed him, have been to his house, and uh, lots of weird electronic uh He's definitely equipment. into that. He's definitely into electronics. But the electronics don't really make it, it's just like lights and buzzers that he says will, you know, yeah. do are things. You, to are you, you talking you? about Brent's basement? That'll like <laughs> reprogram your DNA, he'll tell yeah. you.
2: This is a Betamax machine plugged into a blender. No, my son. That's time travel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't
2: you see the crystal? It's a that's a pl that's a plasm-er-ometer. That's a platinum phase generating teslarometer. Mm-hmm. Oh, quantum, oh, yeah. quantum tesla. What's it used for?
0: Disrupting quantum fields. Mm, why oh, is yeah. why is quantum like the the the, the like default word? Joe, for, if you for don't
2: know, science. I don't think I don't think we should tell him.
0: Yeah, no,
1: fair yeah. enough. Yeah, you're out.
2: So then we got to move on to this other cat, Al Beelich. John, who's Al Beelich? Well, Al Bielik also, he's, he's, he's a little older, a, he also
1: worked on the Montauk Project, mm-hmm. um, but that wasn't his first foray into special ops for the military. He worked on the Philadelphia Experiment,
0: <laughs> or so it's he all says, There, there smoking yeah, before gun.
2: graduating high school. Now, this guy was born in 27, so he's old. He, he's dead now. He's old he took an electronics test and was the only one to pass in high school. And the Navy needed people like him during the war years, and they recruited him. But not just yeah, to be in the years. Navy. Not just the Navy. Oh, no. So while he was contracting for various military contractors, the people who worked with him began to reveal the truth about our involvement with extraterrestrials and PSYOPs. Oh. And all those said PSYOP programs. And soon after he was recruited as, into the Montauk project, as he said, John, here's where it gets truthful. <laughs> he would work his normal job in California, then take the underground subway to Montauk, Long Island to carry out said duties. Mm-hmm. Now, I've told you guys forever that there are those underground passageways. He took them all the way from California to New York nightly. It got him there in 30 minutes. Yeah, now, Elon Musk built it. I mean, that was <laughs> in the early days. After time travel was perfected, he would simply be teleported to the underground base, then return back to his apartment at the time before he left so he could still get a full night's sleep. That's That's nice
4: of
0: them. That's yeah, generous. thoughtful. It's yeah. Perks. It's, yeah. Like that should be part of their employment branding. <laughs> 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 Perks and benefits. See it's, the world, gets lots of sleep. free free travel. lunch, travel. <laughs> time travel (laughs) travel and time travel Get back to the part where it talked about raping boys what was that part not required this is how they employment branded (laughs) raping children not required like don't (laughs) you want to work here so during the 70s i was the program
2: director for the psychics who manned the montauk chair so this guy was an electrician but also the program director for the guys so what they're saying is this guy can work in electronics why can't he understand and grasp the idiosyncrasies that is the, the human brain, put, take it apart and put it back together? Mm-hmm. I think he had the skills needed is what I'm getting at.
1: I uh, completely agree. We also forgot to mention the Montauk chair might or might not have fallen out of a UFO yeah so he also
0: fell out the back yeah Uh, they were overweight like 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 the millennium falcon when they're raising the thing and they're standing the back of the the (laughs) ufo U-Haul open no and it just fell out the the u-haul fo they had been
2: in venice they were shopping they took way too much shit home with them they had to dump some weight get rid of the chair it's on the fritz anyway
1: Mm. (laughs) so um obviously i'll be like also had the skill being an electrician. A very specific
0: to, set of skills.
1: To,
3: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> he had a very particular set of skills that allowed him to not only understand psychic children, being an electrician, he also understood alien chair technology.
2: Yeah. Well, I
0: mean that's called reverse engineering, John. I mean, we touch on. We've it all, all the seen time. paycheck. <laughs> Dude, how do you think what do you think? Humans just invented sitting? No. <laughs> we reverse engineered it from the aliens. We used to only lie or stand. Uh
2: <laughs> I, I did read about in the Middle Ages someone crouched once.
0: <laughs> That's how we used to poop. <laughs>
3: That's
0: I heard he got immediately excommunicated from the church. The it's squatty, squatty potty. potty new sponsor. <laughs> oh. So
2: the thing is, because he was doing this shit, he was in regular contact with Preston Nichols. There's your Al B. lick Preston Nichols crossover, shared moment. And then in the 80s, when time control programs were I'd operational, Al participated in some of the time travel experiments, and he states he traveled to Mars on several occasions. <laughs> But you're thinking, man, this guy knows a lot. Well, he now remembers several of the trips he took with teams to a research station at 100,000 year BC, other planets to get canisters filled with light and dark energy, and to the year 6037. But these memories were not always there. A light energy, is that, uh, is that like in
1: Transformers filling up an Energon cube? Yeah, yeah. I'm a little peckish. Give me some Energon.
2: <laughs> so, but these memories weren't always there. He, he, he we're, we're saying these things. He didn't always he just thought he was Joe Schmo, nobody. But in January, nineteen eighty-eight, such an amazing name. After seeing the movie, the Philadelphia Experiment, his memory started returning and now believes his involvement with Montauk ended with that revelation. He started remembering things and they're like, oh, shit, he broke his shackles. Time to let him go.
1: Well, and that's how that's how the, he also figured out that he worked on the Philadelphia Experiment And the way he was able to do all of this is... A
3: Philadelphia experiment.
1: Thank you. Thank Thank you, you. C-Bot. It's been a while. The way he was able to do all of
0: this, age regression. Is it possible that... He actually just worked on the Philadelphia experiment movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he was remembering. Was he a key grip? <laughs> he was holding the boom mic, got hit in the head one too many times. <laughs> he woke up in a hospital with hey. these vague memories of Scientologist
1: <laughs> stuff. Not like the religion. It wasn't, even the, it wasn't even that movie. It was The Final Countdown.
2: <laughs> now that's a good movie with a surprisingly good cast. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. Martin Sheen. It's at the his final finest. countdown. Ba-da-dum. Dun. Joe, it's time to get into your favorite and everyone at home's favorite. Stew. Stewie Swardlow. Stewart was born in Long Island, New York in the late 50s. See, late 50s. He's not quite sure, or at least he said so. And from an early age remembers <laughs> encounters with alien beings. We've told you a lot of shit about these guys. Stewart is next level fucking crazy out there.
3: No, 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 no. Danger's my middle name.
2: These alien beings would come to him. He tried and he can't move in his bed. He's beamed out of his bed in and, and, and beams of light. You know, that whole, the normal, quote unquote, normal abduction. Tractor beams, he, obviously. He claims his birth was even more bizarre. The doctor told his mother there is no chance she could ever have children. And yet, Stuart was born. <laughs> he was picked up at night by what he initially thought was extraterrestrials and And brought to Montauk. And later he learned that his hijackers were military officials working under the guise of extraterrestrials.
0: Don't be so overly dramatic about it, Chuck.
2: Later he learned they weren't
0: military officials,
2: they
1: were high school classmates. (laughs) (laughs) And he wasn't at Montauk at all.
2: (laughs) So because of Stewart's quote unquote special characteristics, as he calls them, he became part of the Montauk genetic experiment program. And he says he later learned that only 1% of the people in the program ever survived. And Stuart became sort of an abnormality with special skills, as he says. <laughs> and these skills were used extensively as a programmer of other Montauk boys. And while in Montauk, Stuart knew Al Bielik as one of the psychic program managers. So there's your connection. He knew of him. Ooh, Fun. I'll be the mommy. So in 83, when the Montauk station was destroyed, Stuart went into a tailspin. He believes the station had a lock on him and in some sense controlled him. And when that lock was released, the the station was shut
0: down. He lost his identity. Do you guys do you guys think like with with Bielik supposedly being a psychic program manager, when he got hired originally, was he like a junior associate psychic and he worked his <laughs> way up to program manager? With hard work and dedication. Was that, <laughs> is that part of like the job description? Yeah. <laughs> room for and a, room for growth. And a seven percent pay increase. <laughs> <laughs> And an office. You're not in a cubicle anymore, buddy Al. <laughs> Wait, so, so well done. You've, you've, you've you paid your time, you paid your dues. <laughs> Here's so. your gold watch. <laughs> and he said, I knew you were going to give me that. <laughs> so,
2: over the last year since he got out of there, Stuart's been working hard to successfully regain his identity, he says. He was put in federal prison. To persuade him not to talk about his past. That's what I would say too oh, if I was in prison. That,
1: that's why. Yeah. That's that, that, always why. That's why he was in
2: prison. What's unique to Stuart is that he never lost his memories of his experiences at Montauk. He's always remembered him, he said. And he said, Stuart is teaching others how to use the techniques used at Montauk for positive purposes. He teaches seminars, how to align and enhance the mental capabilities of his students. And for a fee, he can teach you. I you don't need to because i have already taken care of it in front of me right now i have a 25 card deck the rhine symbol cards one of the things he uses to unlock your psychic abilities now you guys might have seen these in ghostbusters they're the cards that have it's got a a cross like a, a plus symbol a star a square squiggly lines and a circle each one, they look like a. These look like a deck of playing cards. John and Joe, we're gonna see if you guys have any psychic abilities because Stuart Swardlow can teach you if you don't. So, John, Joe, you're gonna be with me here.
1: Wait, are you gonna like start abusing me? If I am, if I'm I gonna it beat right? the shit out of you. I already
2: don't get did. Right. You just
0: don't remember it.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: that's why do you think Brent hid your copy of the Philadelphia Experiment? <laughs>
2: so here we go. Here we go. Here we go. John, Joe, you're with me here. We're gonna. What am I holding up? Circle. Nailed it. <laughs> square. This is square. Next. Squiggly
0: lines. It's another oh, square. another square. He got you. One more. Square. <laughs> oh, he's 33%, folks. <laughs> yes. I've lost squares
2: in a row. All right, Joe. We're going to see if you got any. Okay.
0: Say when.
2: This is this is great audio right now. Joe's an educated man. Now I really hate him. Here we go. What am I holding up, Joe? Squiggly lines. Fuck, it is squiggly lines. Yeah! Next. <laughs> Circle. Nope. Cross. And Worst. last one. Square. Squiggly lines again. We're staying my life. What I, do you think? I don't think that you guys have any psychic abilities. No, no, no. no.
1: Hey, we, we're both batting
2: 300. Stuart Swardlow charges He's like eight hundred dollars to literally put
0: you through this, but there's like dials and buzzers connected to you. So, I well, mean, that's what we're missing. You're right. And Aren't you being a math I feel like this is barely even <laughs> fair. So we talked about this place was destroyed, and that's how
2: Stuart Swardlow went into his downward spiral that you can learn all about in his self-help books and online classes and buying his cards that I paid for and all this shit.
3: It followed him wherever he went.
2: He said it was destroyed. How, John? How was this fucking place destroyed?
1: Well, earlier we mentioned the Montauk chair, and oh, don't think that wasn't going to come up again. Uh oh.
2: What Whoa. about Al? What about Alan? And uh, they're the heroes of this story. And, Alan uh, Preston. Preston. I couldn't even think of it. Preston, Alan Preston. Preston sounds like the kind of guy that you go yachting with. Preston For as old as Preston
1: was I thought that was kind of a, a, a That's a newer name I was surprised that Preston was his name I mean aren't they generally pretty cyclical names?
0: Yeah I suppose I think so
1: Yeah. Alright so Steven. they decide that enough is enough so What you're saying is they're heroes? They, just for one day? <laughs> The stuff is going to be used for the wrong reasons, and it needs to stop
2: right mm-hmm. now. Now, they were okay with the adrenochrome for the reptilians and all that shit, but finally- Or, or beating the children, yeah. uh, raping people in front of the children, murdering of children. So they, they're making up a plan, is what you're saying. Yes. Well,
0: I mean, it was the 50s. Beating kids was pretty common. <laughs> well, this was the 80s, but it was still pretty still common. Still pretty common. <laughs> <laughs> uh, according to legend, they made
1: it a local motel, Brent- and they devised a plan. That plan involved one thing. What did it involve?
0: An electric Sasquatch. That
2: is not just my future band name, but oh so yes. Good. An electric Sasquatch. Fucking say it's it with me It's also an now. instrument, I heard.
3: Electric Sasquatch.
2: <laughs> yeah, I thought, so what gonna- do you play? Bass, and I dabble in electric Sasquatch. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So they're going to use the chair to create a monster to scare everyone away, thus needing to close down the facility. The problem is they go ahead and, uh, you know, they use the chair, they use the chair and the Sasquatch becomes tangible. There is a little too much power behind it. It becomes a real electric Sasquatch. The damn thing starts runging a
2: month, as electric Sasquatches are, are known to they, do. That's the only way they ever run.
1: So they don't know. They don't know how to shut this thing down. So what do they have to do? Shut down Camp Hero. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. Now, thank God one of them happens to be an electrician. He crawls through muck and mire and everything and hacks away at everything and hacks away at the power grid, shutting it down. But no, it doesn't shut down because there's too much damn psychic energy from all these kids. The thing keeps running amok. Finally, they put it into it. And that's the end of the facility. After some carnage, it's all shut down. And they go along with their merry lives. The end. Just kidding. <laughs> this is happening elsewhere. And that was just one facility. That's the one story that we know of because they were the brave enough to come forward and tell us. So there's one. We found the one. We don't know where the rest are. That's just a little sl- sliver yeah, of if history. this was a
1: movie it pans up and then you see the, all these <laughs> yes. other ones ar- that was level the four
2: then level five just below it's the same shit level six
0: dining area <laughs> and all and all of the people that we saw die like they're they're there again yeah. on that level cuz they're all clones. Well, yeah. we, we we
1: referenced earlier t- the levels. There was 12 lo- supposedly 12 levels and we referenced, you know, there was there were stargates and there was time travel. Each of the levels focused on different p- parts of yeah. that.
0: Um weren't there the star- 12 levels of Dante's hell? Was Dante running a uh, <laughs> Montauk location? Right. This was level Was four. Dante at Montauk? Oh wow.
2: I mean, we had time travel. Yeah. Probably. The the thing of is, if we want to, you know, peel this onion, Montauk base does have some secret shit hidden. No underground at all is on the plan. When you look at the blueprints for the base, there's nothing. But people have explored it. If you watch the movie they were talking about, the Montauk Chronicles in the beginning, they go in there and explore, and there are ruins of subterranean parts, most of which are flooded or cemented off. But there's even an elevator that goes down which it's not supposed to, so there's definitely things there Wait. that are off of the grid, so to speak. So
0: are you saying that this elevator is only able to go up? <laughs> How exactly well, would on that the, work? When
2: and- you're on the ground level, it also has many more floors that it goes down into the subterranean uh, I parts. see what you're saying. So let's, real quick, forget the paranormal sci-fi shit. What are your thoughts? Do you think the government has ever stolen children for experiments?
1: I don't think I can forget the paranormal stuff.
0: <laughs> Joe, what do you think? Do you think they've ever stolen children for shit? I don't know, because the the one thing that I find a little bit surprising about this entire story and everything involving it the is The one like, thing he finds a little bit surprising. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, cuz everything else is either shocking or mundane. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs>
3: There's one thing
0: that kind of like makes sense, but it's like well, this I haven't seen. Like Couldn't somebody go back to the time periods that these guys are talking about and just like kind of do a little bit of research in New York, the New York area and see how many missing children uh, were going on? So if you watch the movie, they actually talk about that. Oh, they do. Okay, I did not see the uh, documentary. So so the 300,000 kids, let's say to
2: prepare Joe was the number that he throws out. Stuart Swardlow threw out over this multi-year every year, five million people in the world go missing. So right. he goes, 300,000 over 12 years is nothing when you look at those numbers. And, you know, who's to say they were all from New York area? You know, we're we're one of our upcoming cases is that missing 411 people that go missing in parks and things like that. So he's like, it's just a teeny tiny little uh-huh. fraction is what he said. Okay. People that actually go missing.
1: And also that's according to Stuart Swardlow who has a double earring on the left side.
2: Don't forget to go to Swordlow's page and you can pay money to learn about his double earrings. I'm pretty he's, sure. He's 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 a, an
1: adult
0: man with with rocking the double earrings. So the thing about Wait, these without, guys, Joe, if you don't have double earrings, how do you guys channel your psychic energy?
1: <laughs> oh, that's true. That that crystal could be like holding the psychic energy I and mean, well, Yeah, it's all crystals about crystals. I use days. essential
0: oils. I don't know about Oh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Is that why you're always so like, slick yeah, <laughs> and shiny? And I'm a Turkish oil wrestler on the weekends. Oh, okay, so. that,
0: that that contributes. So the thing
2: about these guys, Joe, when you go and you watch this, this if if you watch these interviews, so Preston and Al look like old men that are just your your kooky old men. They live in rundown little shanty shacks and shit like that. Then they go to Stuart Swardlow. He's got this nice house. I'm not going to call it a mansion, but it's a nice house. He's dressed nice. He looks like the biggest fucking shyster dude you'd ever want to see. Like him and Billy Mays summered together. You know, (laughs) (laughs) that is the best way I I can I mean, Billy
0: Mays is one of my heroes. I do have, I did get a picture with him once years ago.
2: (laughs) It wasn't a funeral, was it?
0: RIP, Billy. All right, peace. So,
2: John, hit me with your thoughts on this. Yeah, I, uh, I don't think you, you, you
1: asked like three times in this, uh, in this show. I is haven't gotten it an answer so far about so <laughs> far fetched to think that the government would kidnap children and run experiments on them. No, no, that is not far fetched to think. Yeah. Do I think that that happened in this case? Even if we take the paranormal out of it, no, I don't think there's anything weird going on at Camp Hero. I think that this whole tale is. I mean, the guy said he thought he came up with it after watching the movie, The Philadelphia Experiment. These are three crazy guys who came up with some shit. I don't know why they came up with it. It's Um it, And, you know, I mean, Christopher Garitano said himself that the, one of the main reasons that it interested him so much was because they've been saying it for so long and not profiting off of it. If that's your main, I don't know, proof or the main reason you believe somebody. Listen, there's a lot of crazy out there and and money
2: doesn't necessarily have to drive it i say shit all the time no one gives me money exactly (laughs)
1: uh i don't i don't i don't think there's anything to this one it's a fun story but that's where it
2: stops i think the thing christopher Garatano was a big one he i think made this because he feels that something was going on at Mm -hmm. the base and he wants to get to the the truth of that and if it means exposing these so you can get elsewhere i i like that because he goes as far he tiptoes around saying these guys are fucking lying assholes but he believes that something was going on there obviously yeah and uh, thankfully through freedom of information as the time goes by we might learn some things we might not and the problem is i you can't really trust the government any government our government your government wherever you're listening so mother do you trust the government so it's nothing to far-fetched to think that bad things happen but then you get into stargates and i mean we all know reptilians eat adrenochrome yeah that's 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 a given but i think he just threw that in because he knew that that was everyone knows that so it's the sticking point that everyone will go well sky is blue reptilians
0: eat adrenochrome right well there is one other piece though that i do i do think is is kind of hard to disprove with this whole thing is if all of this wasn't true how come no one has found evidence of a different origin for Sasquatch? Electric Sasquatch, I'll think. Well, you. I mean, that's the cool Sasquatch, but <laughs> there's other behind the scenes Sasquatches that are making him tick. Sasquai. They haven't
2: felt it. Sasquai.
0: They haven't found it yet. Oh! oh!
2: oh! Crutching so, it.
1: Electric Sasquatch. Brent, do you think, uh, two questions. One, did the paranormal shit happen at Camp Hero? Absolutely not. Two, did nefarious stuff happen with uh, non-paranormal related at Camp Hero? Probably. There you have it. Brent's wrong. I'm right. What do you think, Nation? Get on Hysteria Nation. Go to Facebook. Log on. Search Hysteria Nation and tell us what
2: you think. Also, Facebook.com slash Hysteria51pod where you can find this and other episodes on Facebook. We are also on Twitter at Hysteria51pod. And while you're trying to get in touch with us, one way to do it is through a voicemail. Again, that's 773-669-7277. Big news. You might have heard it last week. We joined a network, John.
1: That's the poop. Culture Extended Universe, the PCEU. Everything's in the name.
2: Everything's in the name. There's a lot of other shows. We're going to be posting about them on Hysteria Nation and on Twitter. Don't forget to check them out. Hashtag PCEU. Search that on Twitter. You can find the posts from all of our other shows. And don't forget to tell a friend. And while you're telling a friend, tell them that they need a T-shirt. Go to Tea Public. T E E public search hysteria 51. You can find all our swag on there.
1: Rate and review the show. Go to Apple podcasts, give us five stars and write a nice review. It can be a mean review as long as it says five stars. That's right. We've gotten a lot of, a lot of awesome reviews lately on the next episode. We'll read a few of them. So you've got a little time. Go get one in right now. Do us a favor. It helps, helps spread the word, spread the love
2: of hysteria nation. While we're spreading love, we should probably give a little bit of love. To our guests this evening. Who? Conspiracy Bot? Yes. Word. And his buddy, Joseph Peck. Pecker? <laughs> Joe, thanks for being on the show again.
0: Man, it's appreciated. Uh, like for I said to uh, all of you listeners, we'll be at the Pizza Hut on Harlem Avenue <laughs> if you want to meet us after the show.
1: So, Showbiz Pizza on
0: Cicero. That's y- right. Yeah, don't forget, we're going to be there.
2: So, if you guys, and, and I think it's one of the best Godfathers in town. So, don't forget, with that said, I've been Brent.
3: I'm Joe. I've been John. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meet sex.
0: Thanks for listening to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries and the unexplained. We'll be back again next week with more known unknowns. If you'd like us to discuss a particular topic, suggest a guest or simply seek some truth. We'd love to hear from you. You can email the show at hysteria51podcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Twitter at hysteria51pod.
1: just heard was a podcast in the poop culture extended
0: universe for more great podcasts make your way to
3: www.poopculture.com you've been listening to a fourth hand joint